0: And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, in the heart of We Rock Studio, it's Taco Togs Wacky Theory. Hello, my fritos and fritadas. I hope you're all doing well tonight. We have a very serious topic to cover, one which has given me pause over the years. And as my children will attest, I have ranted and raved about this now for several years. And we finally reached the boiling point. I just have to talk to you about what's going on at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I think the best way to handle this will be to introduce our guest tonight, Ken, my brother, and we'll discuss this with him. Without further ado, let's give him a call. Hello. Hello, Ken. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? Welcome to the show, Taco Talk's Wacky Theory, and tonight... As I previously indicated to you, we're gonna discuss a very serious topic that's been eating away at me now for several years. As my children will surely attest, I have been ranting and raving about this now for for years. It's a situation that's reached the boiling point and really it has to be discussed right now because we've gotta solve this. This is just a sordid tale. It is time. Absolutely. So this has to do with Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'd I just like to start off by saying, have you ever eaten at a Buffalo Wild Wings? You know, I think I might have one. Do you know what, what their main dish is that they serve? If it's not, if it's not Wild Wings, I'm not sure. <laughs> exactly. You would look to the title and you would say, well, Buffalo Wild Wings, this must be what they serve, right?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I would think. In a just world.
0: Have you ever looked at their logo? No, never have. Well, what would you think it might be given their title? (laughs) Well, I would, actually, you know what? You
1: might think it would be a buffalo with wings, but I wouldn't really think that. I have
0: no idea. Okay. Well, but you would think if it were an animal, you'd think it'd be a buffalo, right? Would it surprise you to learn that it's not a buffalo at all? It's a bison? (laughs) (laughs) That would not surprise me very much. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And I've been wondering out loud now for a long time, how can a place that calls itself Buffalo's puts bison on its logo and then sells chicken? How can this be? Right?
1: Well, it's a peculiar state of the world, for sure. I mean, for one thing, who can you trust, right? If the very place that talks about Buffalo gives you bison? It's a, like a disinformation campaign.
0: Well, that's right. But it goes a lot deeper than that. I mean, as you're going to find out, you're going to learn over the course of this episode why I'm giving it the title, Hold on, Trump, the Bison are Coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they are, and they have every reason to do what they're doing. I am totally in their corner. Okay, so here's what's going on. I you know, I kept wondering, how could this be a place called Buffalo's? So here you need some information. Let me, I've been researching this a little bit. The founders of Buffalo Wild Wings are indeed from upstate New York, Buffalo. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I had to wonder, okay, so that would explain, you know, the name, Buffalo. But then why did they move to Ohio in 1982 and start their business and put a bison on their logo? It just didn't make sense. And I had some theories. We need to work our way through this. We need to go about 5,000 years back, if you don't mind. 5000. Yeah. Is that about when Buffalo Wild Wings was founded? No, they were founded in 1982.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. And they moved to, you know, they moved to Ohio before they got started. So, why would they leave their beloved Buffalo to start this restaurant? right i mean and i just couldn't get it it's like buffalo's as it turns out is known for its chicken wings and they have a particularly spicy kind of chicken wing and so i just thought you know why leave buffalo and but now i understand they got out of there not a moment too soon here's what's going on let's go back about five thousand years as it turns out the buffalo and the bison are somewhat related one has 50 chromosomes and the other has 48 and you know there is some connection way back. There's a lot of scientific terminology I won't go into, but just to make a long story short, the buffalo actually has its origin in Southeast Asia, China, India. Mm -hmm. There are about 130 million of them. 23 million of those are in China and just under 23 million are in India. About 5,000 years ago, that was the beginning of the domestication of the buffalo in Asia. They are revered. I mean, they are put up on a pedestal. They are very highly cherished for example buddhism makes a lot of reference to them you know they've got some gods named after them they got all this folklore you know surrounding the buffalo and they have all these stories of you know the conquest of the buffalo and all this stuff in buddhism and in hinduism they really put the buffalo up on a pedestal okay and for good reason the buffalo do a lot for them out there for one thing they're the primary source of milk in Asia. They supply more milk than any other animal in the world and more food products than any other animal in the world. They turn out to be excellent workers. They're known as the living tractor of the East because the buffalo has really wide hooves and a low center of gravity, and they they can weigh up to about 1,500 pounds on average. They're very solid workhorse type creatures, and with those thick hooves, they can plow through the rice paddies, and they make excellent creatures for working the rice paddies, which is a pretty big deal out in Asia. Yes, well, I've heard about that. Okay, so not only does everybody really look up to them, but they're treated well, and in fact, they're often, you know, considered to be part of the family, and, I, you know, I was, looking online and there were all these quotes about, you know, the buffalo being part of the family. You've got the husband, the wife, and the buffalo. All this stuff, right? I mean, they are right up there central to the family in Asia, central to the workforce, central to the supply of food, central to religion, and they've just been treated really, really well. I mean, other than being slaves and having to work, you know, (laughs) year-round. Yeah. So as it turns out, the Indian kind of buffalo is a little bit different from the kind that's in China. And I'm going to focus tonight on the ones that are in China because, first of all, there's there's a few more of them. And also, it's the name. I mean, these ones in China were domesticated 4,000 years ago, but they're known as swamp-type buffalo. Swamp. Swamp, yeah. type. Okay. Swamp type, that's what they're called. And they need the water. They thrive in the water. They they stay moist in the water. They they like swamp type conditions. They like rice paddies that are swampy. And, you know, this is exactly what they like. They don't do well in the sun. They'd really just rather be in a swampy condition. These are the Chinese buffalo. These are the Chinese buffalo. Okay. Now, by contrast, the bison in America, they don't go for the swamp at all. they They go for the dry sun. First of all, what does the Buffalo look like? He, he gets up to about 1500 pounds and he's got those horns that are kind of flat on his head and go straight out to the side. And they're kind of long, but just straight one horn, just straight out. And they kind of look, I don't know if you know the rapper Biggie Smalls. You don't know the notorious B.I.G. Yeah,
1: you know, I should, but I don't.
0: Okay. Well, he's dead, but he did a whole. I mean, I've
1: heard of him of course, but I don't know his music.
0: Okay. Well. He looks kind of like a swamp-type buffalo. I mean, he's got sort of that <laughs> flat hairdo and kind of a flat head, and you could just put the horns on him. And He's kind of big and round like a buffalo, and he, he looks a lot like a water buffalo. He is in New York, or he was when he was singing. He rep- represented the east side, of, you know, all the gangs in the east and all that. And I don't know if you know, but there's always been sort of this tension between the east and the west as far as rappers and gang activity, the Crips, the Bloods. And all this. The reason I tell you this is because originally I thought maybe the problem, you know, what was going on with Buffalo Wild Wings was that it was some sort of a rap, violent thing between the buffalo and, and the bison. And in fact, if you think about it, what is it when a, one gang member has a dispute with another? You know what they call that? Uh,
1: well, they used to call it a rumble.
0: Yeah, now they call it a beef. Go figure, right? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Snoop Dogg. Do you know the rapper Snoop Dogg?
1: I know the rapper, but I haven't. I'm not sure I've seen him.
0: All right, so Snoop Dogg is still alive, but he represents the West. He's West Coast, smooth. You know, it's a different kind of rapping, but he's basically West Coast rapper. Biggie Smalls, while he was alive, was East Coast. So as it turns out, Biggie in the East had kind of a dispute or a beef going on with Tupac Shakur, who was out in the West. Okay. They sort of had their little helpers, their little gang members kill each other. So they're both dead. Tupac in the West, Biggie in the East, they're both dead. But I found it interesting that Biggie looks a lot like a water buffalo. And if you look at Snoop Dogg, he looks exactly like a bison. He's got the goatee. I don't know if you remember what a bison looks like. They have that furry mane, a very furry uh, shoulders and chest and almost a beard look, you know, like a, a goatee look. Just like Snoop Dogg out in the West. And, of course, the bison are out in the West. I'm
1: okay. beginning to, to get a sense of a horrible conflict brewing.
0: Well, I thought it was that, but actually I think it's something deeper. Um, I I did pursue this thinking, you know, it's it's East Coast, West Coast, a rap thing, but it still didn't explain to me what Buffalo Wild Wings was doing, you know, running out of town off to Ohio to open their their restaurant and putting a bison as their logo. It just didn't. Add up.
1: Yeah, that doesn't figure. And how do chickens fit into this anyway? Well, we'll get to that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, all I know is that, you know, Buffalo, New York is known for a spicy chicken wing. And then these guys, Mm -hmm. these two founders decided to open up, you know, their restaurant in 1982 doing the same kind of chicken wing. But they left town in a hurry before they started up the business. And why did they do that? Again, I think you have to look to the way the bison and the buffalo have been treated. The bison have been totally mistreated out in the West. And again, they look exactly like Snoop Dogg with that. Let me tell you a little bit about Mm -hmm. bison. Bison get up to about 2,500 pounds. So they're about twice the size of the buffalo. Bison can run 40 miles per hour that's almost twice the speed of a human they turn out to be fairly violent animals they don't put up with any crap a bison can turn on a dime they're known for their agility and their ability to stop and turn just on a dime for such a huge creature at 2500 pounds that's pretty impressive and they thrive out there in the West they like the arid sunshine and the uh, you know the lack of water unlike their brethren the water buffalo are hanging out in the swamps you know in, in China yeah. But so these buffalo, they're pretty tough characters. I mean, when, it, when there's a storm out there in the West, they face it because they have that thick coat. They face it. They don't turn from a storm. They look straight at it. They can jump. These 2,500-pound creatures can jump over a six-and-a-half-foot fence. So, wow. I know. I mean, that's, that's quite a vertical leap. I mean, if you remember Dominique Wilkins for the Atlanta Hawks, he had a four-foot vertical. That's only 66% of what a, what a bison can do. Now, imagine what an wow. what an angry bison can do. The thing about the bison is they eat a lot. They eat grass. And that's another thing about the West Coast. All these rappers, they smoke a lot of grass. So I don't know if that's a connection or not. But I just know that the bison eat grass. That's what they like to eat. And they eat 1% of their body weight every day. So that's about 20...
1: 250 pounds of grass.
0: <laughs> per day, per bison. So <laughs> it's a lot. They can... They can clear out some space in a hurry, and that's why they've been mistreated. Now, I was talking to our mother today. I took a walk with her, and I asked her, do you remember the song Home, Home on the Range? And so she's like, oh, sure. And I said, sing, sing it for me. And she said, home, home on the range, where the, the deer in the buffalo range. And so I stopped her and I said, would it surprise you to know that it's not buffalo that were out there? It's bison. And she just looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, that's right. It's not buffalo ranging out there at all. They're in the swamps in Asia. It's bison, and I stuck up for the bison. She didn't like it. She, she just thought I was sort of out of my mind and refused to acknowledge that this was mistreatment of the bison. So what's going on is the bison have, have really gotten a bad rap here. They've been blamed by the cattle ranchers. If you follow the money, isn't it always the money? What's one of America's biggest industries? The beef industry. They need the cattle. They, they have the cattle for the milk and the beef and all that. That's another that's another strength of the buffalo out there in in Asia. They they are the primary source of milk for all of India. They have a very rich milk as it turns out. So the bison eating all this grass have been blamed by the ranchers for a disease known as brucellosis. What basically what it causes to happen is that the first calf of the cow will die if it has brucellosis. And so this can be quite an expensive disease if it starts spreading around. And so all the cattle ranchers have said, you know, these nasty bison, they they spread brucellosis. We've got to round them up and we've got to eliminate them and we've got to contain them and all this. And And it's the ranchers that have really come down on them. You know, I think the bison have had enough, but it goes deeper than that. It goes a lot deeper than that because what's been going on is... As it turns out, there's not a single documented case of brucellosis that anybody anywhere can prove that a bison caused a a cow to catch brucellosis. Not one case. And yet, the ranchers are always saying, well, it's a threat. Anyway, it's a threat. We have to round them up. And the main thing is they just want grazing land for their cattle, and so they want to get rid of the bison who eat so much grass. But anyway, the bison, they have nowhere to go. And I'll have you know, let me get my statistics out here. There were between 30 and 65 million bison back in the 1860s. But then the, the railroads come through, and they use that as an excuse. Let's round up the bison. They're in the way. The railroad can't be stopped. We've got to industrialize the Wild Wild West and get the railroad tracks. Who'd they bring in to do it? The Chinese, right? Haven't you always heard that? It was the Chinese that came in. And so what do they start doing? They start rounding up buffalo there were between 30 and 65 million buffalo so they they started slaughtering them and who who do you think slaughtered more buffalo i mean more uh bison than any other person in american history yikes you telling me the chinese no buffalo bill the <laughs>
1: one individual you mean he
0: he killed more yes he was actually contracted he you got to stop breathing in your phone like that if you can. I don't know what you're doing. Anyway. I'm sighing. I'm sighing. It's a horrible story you're telling me, but go ahead. I know. It's it's terrible. So here's the thing. They tell Buffalo Bill, we got to get rid of these bison. You know, they're a problem. And he, you know how many he was killing per day? He and his men? I just hate the thought. 4,000 bison a day they were slaughtering. Wow. 4,000 bison. Today's population of bison is down to 4000 and by coincidence they were killing 4000 a day in the 1860s before they finally got them down to 365 bison 365 that's all that were remaining and then they realized oh my god we're about to you know make this species extinct and so there was a movement to save the bison and you know buffalo bill was stopped and all of his chinese you know helpers the slaughter of the bison was finally reversed, and today's population is up to about 4,000. But in Asia, you know, where the buffalo are getting such cozy treatment, there are 130 million of them. These creatures all started oh. off, you know, numerically roughly the same. I think there's other things that the bison are probably <laughs> pissed off about. For example.
1: I would think they would be, but I don't suppose we're going to do any talking about Indians. I mean Native American Indians.
0: No, I mean, I know that they, well, they revered, they revered the bison, but you know, they pretty much got kicked off the land. This wasn't really about the Indian. Here's the deal. I think there's some other things that a reasonable bison would be upset about. I mean, this, this slaughter that was going on, you know, back with the railroads, I'm sure that was disturbing. Also, when's the last time you went to a, a town called bison? Never. Cause there isn't one, but Buffalo, New York. And even Buffalo, Alberta, Canada. I mean, so Buffalo gets some named places. Buffalo, uh, Alberta, for example. You might not realize this, but Buffalo, Alberta is now a ghost town. Population in 2001 was 610. And they were living in 208 dwellings. So that was about three people per dwelling covering 40.7 square miles. So it's a small town. Okay. Small town in, in Alberta, but still it was named Buffalo. They even have somebody that they reelected in 2019. You know that's still there. Glenn Metz reelected. Buffalo, New York. By contrast, you know another place called Buffalo, second largest city in New York, population 256 thousand in 2018. Now, I want to talk about Indians? It was it was inhabited by the Iroquois uh, before the French colonizers came along. But they have like their own. Food festival called Taste of Buffalo, largest two day food festival in the United States. Interestingly, Buffalo, New York is dominated by the Democrats and it has been for the last half century. And I think that might factor in here because, long story short, I think this is what's going on. This is why I say, Hang on, Trump. The bison are coming. I think the bison reached their boiling point. They're like, you know what? We've all been, look look what's happened to them. They've been rounded up, and they've a lot of them are now in Yellowstone Park where tourists come and harass them. And the bison do not have very much f- uh, food. There's not enough grass. So they're starving, and they're literally lying all around on the ground. Normally, they're one of the most dangerous animals for a human. But there's film on the Internet of tourists just walking up and sort of harassing them, petting them, and the bison tries to shoo them away by shaking its head, like it would do with a fly or something, but it doesn't even have the energy to get up and, you know, bite the person in half or messing with them. And tourists are messing with them in Yellowstone. And this is where they've all been basically, a lot of them have been put. Meanwhile, while they're being treated like that in Yellowstone, some science laboratory exists in Colorado, which is trying to create what they call a pure bison, and get rid of the brucellosis which the bison have been falsely accused of and which supposedly kills the cattle's first calf and they take them and they take the the bison baby and they keep it isolated for the first 3 years of its life and then they release it you know after keeping it in a tiny little caged area for 3 years while they're trying to genetic genetically purize it and then they release it into the wild where it has no skills because it hadn't been around its parents. It's been separated from its parents, doesn't know what the heck it's doing, and ends up being you know, put back in Yellowstone Park with no skills. And it never had brucellosis in the first place. And then on top of all that, Ted Turner, America's largest landholder, what does he do? He rounds up all these bison and he says, you know, I'm going to let them stay on my land and I'm going to be the largest bison holder in the United States and all this. And what does he do? He creates a restaurant, Ted's, and starts selling what? Bison meat. I mean, it's like it's outrageous, right? And so I think the bison said, "You know what? Screw this. We're down to 4,000 and we've been taken down to 365. We know what it's like to almost be extinct and we we ain't going there again." And I think they decided it's time to fight back, and so they have literally been escaping and charging. You're not going to believe this, Buffalo, New York. I'm not kidding you. I mean, they even charging, you think? Yes, they escape because not all of them are in Yellowstone, but they escape and they keep ending up. I I kid you not, in Buffalo, New York. I think they're either mistakenly going to Buffalo because they figure that's like the headquarters of Buffalo. Or they think it's a symbolic thing and they have to go there, maybe because they realize they just can't get to Asia. I mean, there's just no way, and they wouldn't do well in the swamps anyway. So they escape. Well,
1: do you think that the bison regard buffalo as their allies or as their enemies? Enemies.
0: Because I think the because the buffalo are being treated so well. I mean, there are 130 yeah. million of them. And I think the bison right. said, we got to get out. And, of course, they have those jumping skills. They can jump right over six and a half feet. They can jump over. They can escape. And once they're out, nobody can stop them. And they keep charging Buffalo, New York. I kid you not. There's stories. There was one in 2016. Now, why 2016, you might ask? Well, what was Trump saying as he was getting elected? I'm going to clear the what? The swamp. I'm going to clear the swamp. It's the swamp, Buffalo, that's out there in Asia. And I think, I think they're trying to get to Trump to help him. And they know that Buffalo is, like, very Democratic. It makes sense either that they go there and kill some Democrats, you know, trample them, or they go there and try to get to Trump to help him because he he vows that he's going to clear the swamp. That's what they're doing, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them one day. No, I don't blame them either.
1: I'd be on their team.
0: Now, there's some interesting cases. 2016, 15 bison escape. They're gunned down in Albany by their owner who hired a gang of people to chase them. The people started shooting them with tranquilizers. That didn't work. The bison were just enraged. They were going through traffic, smashing cars, eating everybody's lawns and their grass and everything and (laughs) causing a real problem. And so the sheriff got involved and, and I I kid you not here either. He didn't want to, he claims he didn't want to shoot them. He says they tried everything. Tranquilizing them doesn't work. Shooting them with a bullet just pisses them off. He claims that the accepted method is to shoot them with a tranquilizer and they fall asleep on the spot, and then you build some sort of a corral around them no matter where they fell asleep, even if it's the freeway. You just build something around them. And then, believe it or not, they like apples, which is strange since they eat grass, but they like apples, and they will follow an apple into, like, a barn or, you know, wherever, like a truck or whatever you're trying to do to round them up, and they'll follow the apple. Now, you're not going to believe the name of the guy, the sheriff in in New York, who tracked down and ultimately killed these 15 bison. You want to guess what his name was? Well, first of all, can I just say that maybe
1: they're not trying to go to Buffalo. Maybe they're trying to go to the Big Apple.
0: That's a possibility. Well, it's funny that you should say that. You want to know? on the way. Do you want to know the name of the sheriff that tracked them down?
1: Well, I'm guessing it's got something to do with apples.
0: It was Sheriff Apple. That's his name. Tracked down these 15 bison and claimed not to want to do it, but then gunned them all dead. That was 2016, while Trump is saying, I'm going to drain the swamp. Then, more recently, in 2019, 75 of them escaped. And where did they go? Buffalo. Only 11 were captured. One was hit and killed by a car. Again, they're trying to use the old luring method. The ones that they have captured, they sent them off to Texas and they've put them on some sort of a range out there in Texas. But a lot of them are still out there. You know, they're trying to get to Trump. They want to help him. But here's the thing. If you don't think bison are deadly serious about this situation that they're in, then you don't obviously know about the 2019 animal cruelty case that happened out in Washington State. Well, I do Tell me about it. There's an old man on trial, 72 years old. He had a bunch of bison, and he was mistreating them, not feeding them enough, and he got charged with animal cruelty. The case was in its second day, I believe, of jury deliberations, when he just said, I got to leave. And the judge said, no, you don't. You know, we're about to have a jury verdict here. And the guy said, I got to leave. I'm leaving. And he ran out of the courthouse and led the cops on a high-speed chase, 72 years old. (laughs) <laughs> and they they finally tracked him down and charged him with, you know, felony eluding and all these things related to the police chase. They were asking him, you know, do you want to plead out and plead guilty to this bison case? And he said, no way. He was shaking like a leaf. He's terrorized. He says, there's no way he's taking a plea. 72 years old, he's scared to death of the bison because he knows they're serious. You don't mess with the bison. And especially if this is like a gang East Coast, West Coast thing, which I mean, it could be. It, it, it could be. I don't know.
1: Well, why would he mistreating them if he's so worried about them?
0: <laughs> well, I guess he thought he could get away with it. But now that they've, es- you know, a lot of them are escaping, he, he tried to run. Here's one other thing that would piss the bison off. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. What's he with? Facebook?
1: Facebook, yeah.
0: He started bragging about killing a bison in 2017. He did. He was out there saying, you know, add that to my list. I've killed a bison now. And he was making a big deal out of it. He thought he was so cool. Maybe they're coming for him, too. I hope so. I really hope so.
1: Does he live in the Big Apple? They could kill two birds with one stone. Well, I don't think he lives there, but I don't know. I mean, Donald Trump did. If they were trying to help him, that'd be a good place for him to start. Yeah. New York. But then, you know, then you'd have to think of Buffalo as kind of being on the way.
0: Now, if you don't think that this is all enough to piss you off if you are a bison. How about this one? You know, bison, they look like Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg, he's out in the West. He's a rapper from, you know, San Francisco, and the West. he represents West Coast all the way. Who else is West Coast? Tupac Shakur, who's dead now. But in this little town called Buffalo, in this little tiny town, now a ghost town in Buffalo, Alberta, population 600, Believe it or not, the Canadian Poet Laureate was there. His name was Pierre de Rousseau. He was stealing Tupac's lyrics. He was stealing Tupac Shakur's lyrics and writing books, and he was their Poet Laureate. So here's an example. Here's here's de Rousseau's poem, which he entitled When I'm Alone. I'll read you four lines. Sometimes when I'm alone I cry because I'm alone. The tears I cry are bitter and burning. They flow with life. They do not need reason. Okay. Here's Tupac's lyrics from a song called Sometimes Cry. Sometimes when I'm alone, I cry because I'm on my own. The tears I cry are bitter and warm. They flow with life but take no form. Would you believe that the publisher in Canada, when they saw this and this guy was busted, turns out he was stealing the lyrics from all these American rappers and translated it into French and publishing it as French poetry and winning the, all these awards and became the poet laureate until they busted him and figured out his fraud and took it down. And they don't, you know, the book isn't sold anymore. And he basically, he was exposed. <laughs> this guy, this guy from Buffalo, Alberta was doing this. You think the bison didn't, didn't re- realize what was happening? I'm not
1: sure what the bison care about poetry.
0: They don't care about about rappers. Yeah, but here's a guy from Buffalo that's mistreating one of their Western. I mean, they look at like Snoop Mm -hmm. Dogg. So he's mistreating (laughs) Snoop and all the West Coast rappers by stealing their lyrics and publishing them. You think the bison didn't notice that? Come on.
1: I never heard of, of them reading a lot, but. Well. I suppose if they're. In fact, barely able to move, so they gotta do something.
0: Well, in fact, bison have poor eyesight. I will tell you that their hearing um, and their smell is excellent. They can smell a predator from three kilometers or two miles away, but their wow. re- reading skills are fairly, fairly limited. Now, I don't think that Joe Biden has anything to do with this story, but I will say that he has really furry legs that he's talked about, and you know, bison. <laughs> Bison are pretty furry. <laughs> bison are pretty furry too, but I don't think that Biden is involved in this particular story. I'm just saying, you know, the now I, again, I, I think this is ample reason for the bison to be very upset. The way they've been treated. I mean, from the beginning, thousands of years while the Buffalo are being treated so well and the bison are being treated so poorly. You know, can you blame them? No, I don't blame them. So back to Buffalo Wild Wings. Why would they do it? Here's my theory. They were terrorized. They were seriously in fear. They knew the bison were coming. I mean, they were in Buffalo, for goodness sakes. The bison were coming after them, maybe. Certainly coming and and terrorizing their hometown. So they skedaddle and they go off to Ohio, but they want to open a place called Buffalo's because, you know, they want to sell those famous Buffalo spicy wings. And they figure we better, we better throw a bone to the bison or they're coming for us next. So they put the bison on the logo, total fear. It's like toss them a bone, put them on the logo for for goodness sakes, because you know, they're a corporation and they make a lot of money. They're, they're really making lots of money and they want to Mm -hmm. keep everybody happy. So it just makes sense. Keep the bison happy. It's just safer. Everybody stays happy.
1: I see. And then moved out of, you said they moved out of Buffalo and into
0: Ohio. And then put a bison um, as their logo and started selling chicken.
1: Well, ironically, you know, it seems to me like they're actually coming down on the side of, of the bison since they're moving out but and using them as a logo. But you think... Um,
0: I think it was fear. The fact
1: that they still call themselves Buffalo Wild Wings creates a certain hostility anyway.
0: Yeah, I I just, well, I just think it was fear. I think they were going to call themselves buffalo wings from the beginning. And then they felt the pressure. The bison were coming for them. And now I think maybe the bison have a, a greater purpose because, you know, I think what makes this story so important is we basically have China and the U.S. We got the U.S. bison and the Chinese buffalo. I mean, it is classic communism. I mean look at the bison they represent all this folklore surrounding them in the west is the american west roaming the range freedom freedom of movement freedom of action this is this is capitalism meanwhile the swamp creatures of the east in asia known as the as the animal tractor of the east you know for 4000 years have been domesticated and but they don't really have freedom i mean they're held up on a they're held up in high esteem and everything and they're scattered throughout the religion but in the end do they have freedom to go around eating 250 pounds of grass a day? No. Can they get out of the rice paddy and do what they want? No. This is this is communism versus capitalism plain and simple and that's why the bison are coming to help Trump because he says he's going to clear the swamp. And they've been mistreated. They've had enough. So they've got a dual purpose here. It's revenge, and it's also their future.
1: Hmm. I wonder if they wouldn't just be better off playing basketball. <laughs> the bison. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of money in it. Making a leap. <laughs> and you talked about how idle they are. So, and, and compare. I mean, Shaq. Remember Shaq? Mm-hmm. Man, that guy was huge by human standards. But do you think a buffalo? I mean, a, a bison's going to have any trouble with them at all?
0: None. I mean, Shaq weighed about mm-hmm. let's, roughly three hundred, maybe a little more than three hundred. These these bison get oh, up yeah. to get up to twenty five hundred. They're eight times <laughs> his weight, and they they've got a vertical <laughs> three times his vertical leap. I don't know if they can handle and horns and horns.
1: So <laughs> well, I don't know. But to get back to to their helping Trump. Well, it's interesting because the Chinese buffalo, they weren't exactly doing all that great. I mean, yes, there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Chinese. True. Twenty three. They're Bison. Not so many Bison. They're not doing so well. But but yet. They do have freedom and they have that
0: leaping ability. Well, they sort of have freedom. I mean, they're, again, they've been shoved into Yellowstone for the most part by Ted Turner, who's busily selling them as bison burgers. I will say one thing about the Buffalo, and this really has absolutely nothing to do with our story, but it's an interesting fact that I, that I came up with. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can help me with this. This, this is really unrelated for our listeners, but (laughs) there's two things I want to throw out there. One. The swamp buffalo is the one that's in China, and I, looking through my notes, I found out that it's called the river buffalo in India. Okay, but mm-hmm. it's a swamp buffalo, so basically they like water. But anyway, the swamp buffalo starts breeding at three years of age, except in Italy. When they get to Italy somehow, because there are some of them, buffalo are also a little bit in Europe, they start breeding at two years of age. What's <laughs> up? With, what's up with that? That is an interesting fact. <laughs> I mean, I know the Italians are sort of known for their love making prowess and their, you know, sort of language of love and all kinds of, you got Venice and maybe that's what it is. Well, maybe it's Venice. I
1: think it's called the language of love,
0: but maybe that's the Mediterranean. Well, come to think of it, Venice is, you know, has has water all over the place. Maybe the, the swamp buffalo like that. Maybe they get... Pretty carried away in the the waters of Venice. I don't know what part of Italy they're in when they start breeding at two years of age. but <laughs> And then here's the other thing. And again, I don't know if this factors into this sordid tale. In 2007, the first buffalo was cloned in the Philippines. Huh. If I recall, that, that first
1: cloned animal didn't fare so well.
0: Yeah that was uh, Dolly, was that Dolly? That was the first cloned sheep? That oh, was sheep. Okay, so the, how did the first cloned buffalo do? I don't know. If they're cloning them starting in 2007 in the Philippines where there's a large population of these swamp buffalo, then <laughs> you got to wonder why they would. And again, <laughs> I think it's some sort of Chinese program to increase the numbers because they see what's they see the war coming. They've got something planned. Something, I mean, what did they do back in the 1860s in the U.S.? They sent all these Chinese workers, supposedly, to work on our railroads. But in fact, what were they doing? Slaughtering our bison as fast as they could go. Buffalo Bill Cody with a bunch of Chinese people working for him. 4,000 a day. And That is a horrible story. This is what the Chinese are up to. Meanwhile, back in the homeland, China, they're cloning them or, you know, farming that out to the Philippines anyway, for them to clone them, they're multiplying their numbers. They see a war coming. And this is why the bison have to get to Trump and quick. I don't blame them for charging Buffalo. I mean, they have to get past Sheriff Apple, but if they can get past Sheriff Apple, then they can get to Trump. They can drain the swamp. They can begin to decrease the number of Buffalo. We take on China, which is our primary rival.
1: They're just cloning. It's pretty sinister because one of the things you know the Chinese have done in a Cold War way is they've exported a lot of their children. You know, they're, they're building Chinese communities all over the West. That's right. And, and there are those who think that they're doing that as part of a, a greater scheme to take over the world. There you go. And maybe they're doing the same thing with their buffalo, which are... Um, so important to them.
0: Absolutely, because all these babies that are being born, what do they drink? Milk. What's the greatest milk-supplying animal in the world? Buffalo. These babies need milk. Well,
1: I mean, especially when they're when they're sent away from their mothers. Yeah, they do. hmm
0: So they get sent here. They need buffalo milk to drink, and you know the bison are like, no way, we ain't doing this. We're not going to be like surrogates for your for your sinister plan. So they're they're escaping. They're using those leaping skills, and they're running for New York. Well, well how
1: are buffaloes for milk? Do they do milk? Do, does anybody ever milk a buffalo?
0: Absolutely. The buffalo is the number one milk-supplying creature in the world. No, I'm
1: sorry, not a buffalo. I'm talking about bison. Oh. Anybody ever no. milk a bison?
0: Not that I know of, and I don't plan on trying it. <laughs> I mean, it would seem pretty dangerous. <laughs> I mean, the ones. I guess you could try it on one of these ones at Yellowstone since they can't even get up off the ground the way they've been treated. I still wouldn't be inclined to try it. No, I I wouldn't either. And here's another thing. Ted Turner. Ted Turner rounding up all the bison, containing them. And they, they know it. They've got to get out of there. The Chinese are with their buffalo. I mean, doesn't it all make perfect sense now? The bison are highly intelligent to figure this out and get the heck out of there get the heck out of there. The West, for one. Ted Turner's land in Wyoming and all these other places where he's got these Mm. large ranches where he underfeeds them, weakening them so that they can't even resist the Chinese invasion with all their buffalo. They got to get out. Yeah. Quick. I wish him well. And I wish Trump would do something about it. Does he even know they're coming toward him? I don't know.
1: That suggests that you ought to start a movement.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm doing my part now. I'm trying to put the word out through this podcast. I'm not going to forget the bison because, I mean, it all goes back to that song. When I asked our mother, could you sing Home on the Range? And what does she do? She happily starts singing about the buffalo. I mean, she's brainwashed. But I tell you what, she was gleeful. As I I mentioned Buffalo Bill Cody to her and, you know, the American West and all this, she was gleefully recounting the, you know, the wonderful story of the buffalo. And there aren't any buffalo out there, and there never were. But try, mm-hmm. try telling her that. The people are asleep.
1: I'm glad that you're going to start waking them up.
0: Well, I think in that regard, your basketball idea is an excellent idea. Because if, you know, the NBA gets a lot of airtime, a lot of publicity, you know, maybe if the bison play basketball and get some media attention, maybe they can deliver their message effectively that way. Maybe the way I could help is to set up some sort of bison basketball training camp. Because they're going to have to learn how to dribble. <laughs> I mean, they're big. Like you say, they're Eight times bigger than Shaq with the vertical. thats three times what, you know, he could jump. Clearly they're big, but Mm -hmm. can they dribble? Well, do you know the basketball player, James Harden?
1: Yeah, I certainly
0: do. And you've seen his beard. I mean, he looks kind of like a bison and he can dribble. Probably we should leave it there for the night. I mean, I'm so I'm drained. Speaking of draining the swamp, I'm drained. This is emotionally very difficult for me because, you know, I've been supporting the bison for a long time. Every time I eat a wing, I think of the bison, and I look at that logo, and it's just too much. Well, look, I guess we better leave it there. I want to thank you for participating tonight.
1: It's been fun.
0: We'll be in touch. I'll have you back another day, another episode. Okay. All right. Good. Look forward to it. All right. Good night. Good night. There you go, folks. My brother. Excellent analysis. As always, somebody's going to have to stick up for the bison. This is outrageous. And on that note, good night, everybody, from Taco Talk's Wacky Theory. Mm Think fat Tuggle better recognize Lettuce and tomato, have a cuddle for his eyes. He's coming at you with his taco beef, sour cream in his belly, and chicken on his feet. He knows how to talk with his video, can keep you out of trouble, but will he? Though he's been a lawyer and a judge, DA, and a cop. So listen to him talk, he ain't never gonna stop. It's taco this, it's taco that. ratata, rata ta, Yeah, Tuggo, yeah, taco put him up in the air for the taco. Yeah, taco, it's taco. Get him up in the air for the big, that taco...